Microphone check. One, two, one, two. We on? In the box. Another Friday night. What's going on? Oh, yeah, man. We got T. Hattie in the house. We ain't got to text T. Hattie. You know, I ain't got to be sending no smoke signals, man. Uh, he's here. Got a great show, man, for you. Um, been a long week. This week, man, felt like two weeks, man. I don't know about you, man. I don't know how long it felt to you, but uh, it was a long week for me, man. But uh, we got a great show for you. We're going to be right back. Fundamentals and build the blocks. Turn to advice when I'm in that spot. When I got questions, and that's a lot. Perfect time to hear from Rico in the box. All right, all right. So, uh, just want to share a couple of things with you, cats, man. What's going on? Don't forget, man. We are on Roku and Amazon Fire Stick. You know, if you want to, if you, if, you, if you actually log on Roku, you go to the channel store, you type in in the box, and uh, you have to actually install the channel to your um, Roku device as well. And then also the easiest way, if you don't have Amazon Fire Stick, you can go to Amazon.com. Type in in the box, and actually you can send it right to your your Fire Stick device. Okay, and um, if you haven't had an opportunity, man, make sure you go check out man Crooked Ken, album man, man, man Von Fraser man did it's a dope album man. I think it speak a lot to what's happening today. Go check it out whenever you get a chance. Uh, you know, uh, you can just Google it, man. Your course is on Bandcamp as well. But without further ado, man, we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna get into it, man. We got T. Hattie in the house, man. T. Hattie, what's going on, brother? What's going on, Rico? How you feeling? Hey, man, good, homie T. Hattie! <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I like Glad that. to have you. Hey, bro. Glad to have you up in the house, man. You know, last week, man, we, we ain't going to tell the people, man, what happened last week. We ain't gonna, we just, we, yeah, we're not gonna say, you know what I mean? You know, we know, man, we, we, things, things happen, man. We just, we're gonna leave that. <laughs> we, 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 we keep all in house business in the house. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, what's going on, bro? What's happening with you, bro? What's, you know, you, you, you kill, you're killing it, man. You know, you 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 went on to hate us a little bit, man. And and but you know, before we talk about the haters, you know, and 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 your music, man, your music sounds so good, bro. And then especially being a music producer myself, man, you know, I I I call I call it like I said, man, a lot of times, man. And I don't believe in giving no brownie points, man, to to artists or producers, man, when their music really not up to par. But you in Atlanta, man, tell tell were you born in Atlanta? Is that where you where, where you originally from? Yeah, man, born here, born born in Grady Memorial Hospital. So if you ever ask uh, if, if anybody from Atlanta, chances are they gonna say Grady baby. You know what I mean? So I was born in Grady, um, but when I was a little baby, we moved to Detroit, Michigan. Um, my father and my mom and uh, and I, my 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 siblings, we moved to Detroit, Michigan. Lived there for ten years, and um, then we can move back here, move back to Atlanta. So I've been I've been here ever since. So and you've been in two music meccas, man. So you you went from you born in Atlanta, went to Detroit, 
you know, what was the what was the music scene in Detroit like, man, when you was there, man? Ah, uh, man, I got first first off, you know, I gotta give a shout out to my uh, big cousin, uh, uh, Dietrich Head. That's that's the same church where you know all of us came, all them Hattons, man. Um, just man, music was everywhere. Like my cousins, like like uh, David Hatton, Gerald Hatton, like them cats got trained by some of the best like people in the industry, even a back back in the eighties of that time, like the Winans, right. like right. some the one some. People who were training the winers were the same people training my cousins. But, you know, my family, uh, I'll say my portion of the family was more so like the black sheep. You know what I'm saying? My my father was into some things that kind of kept him away from his brothers, which were, you know, were more so um, grounded, rooted right. and grounded. Right, right. And the thing, right. the church and stuff like that. It didn't stop the love that you know I had for my cousins, and they, you know, they still embrace me, you know, just the same. So I, I know, man, because I saw you, you. You was on a lot of stuff with Dietrich, man, and you was on a lot of y'all did some stuff. Y'all did y'all do a few things together, man. You know, with your cousin, and um, yeah, the 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 track that I'm most proud of, man, uh, it's called "Repping the Kingdom," and that's um, right. that's me, Ty Trip, uh, Jay Moss, and then him. And you can't Jones, all of us on one track. Like that's 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 king status, bro. You talking about hey. you know Dietrich, <laughs> J Moss, Todd Tribbett, all on one track with you? It's king status, bro. Yeah. After that, bro, you don't need to do that another track, bro. You got all the kings, man. Ed Win, Ed Win say, yeah, good song, man. Man, yeah, bro. I I want to see, man. I, I you know I. We can't play it on here, man, because we go to Roku. But y'all go check. Tell them, tell them the title of the song. I done heard it. The song is dope. It's a classic. It still plays on all gospel stations across the man. We it's considered a power song. You know what I mean? So they're oh, still yeah. playing it on the gospel stations now. Yeah. They're still playing it. Man. So uh, tell them what the title is, man, so they can check it out, bro. Repping the King. You Reppin talking the about the one with all of us on there? Yeah, yeah. Repping the King, man. Yeah, man, yeah. that's the joint. Stop his church on church on the moon album. The Ed Wednesday track is fire. Yeah, man. That yeah, the Church on the Moon, man. The church on the Moon was a dope album, man. Dope album. Dope album. Yeah. So you, you you moved from Detroit, you went back to Atlanta. So what was life in Atlanta? How did you how did you decide to when did you decide it's like, hey, I'm 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 gonna do solo, I'm gonna work by myself? Was there, you know, how did you come to that point to say, hey man, I'm just gonna I'm gonna do what I'm doing? Um, well, first first off, my mom was uh, uh played a heavy role in that. I don't know, like I, I'm I'm gonna go back to say even when I was a little kid, like I knew I was gonna do music, man. Like anytime they couldn't keep me out of anywhere, like we go to any church. As soon as I get an opportunity, I'm going to I'm going up there. I'm going if it's on the stage, or if in the pit, wherever the instruments are, I'm going. My mama, she, I'm begging her at the church. As soon as they say the benediction, I'm like, Ma, can I go? <laughs> she want to go up there. I want to talk to the keyboard player. I want to talk to the drummer. I want to see if I can just right. tap on it or something. Um, right, right, but, right. Um, we first moved back. Like I said, I moved back to Atlanta. Um, mm -hmm. Probably when we were here, probably about a year, um, my mom started pastoring. Mm -hmm. And, you know, small church. 
and she she seen how interested I was in in um, being a musician. So she bought me a keyboard. I became her musician, man. That was my start. Um, so like probably like eleven, eleven years old, I already was pecking away, trying to learn and in church. You know what I'm saying? Knew about two, three chords. Um, we had a guitar player that was a little bit more seasoned, so he he kind of showed me a little bit more of the structure and stuff like that. And then right, man, right. you know. Um, I, I, I would say I got serious about it um, in uh, 2000. You know what I'm saying? That's when I got like my first computer. This dude blessed me with a computer, showed me about, you know, um, uh, digital audio workstations and stuff like that. I started with that stuff and, um, you know, started producing my own music from there. Um, I think I start, I, I, I mean, even before the end, though, I had like the little PSR keyboard, the Yamaha PSR. Yeah, it, it wouldn't even say none of the beats. Dude, I just was talking about that the last show, but I still got that. I still got it up in my closet as a money, uh, as a memento for when I first started. I couldn't save anything on it, so if I made a beat and if it was dope, I'll just let it stay plugged and let it play all night long. Because when you shut it off, everything erased. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> 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 don't know nothing about that. Bro. Y'all don't know about that, man. Hey, 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 I used to do the dubs. Like, I would get multiple tape players, and you record one, and then you did, did you got your instrumental right there, and you take your other tape, you record, play one, and then yep. you dub your vocals, and then you dub that. Yep. And by the time you, you know, if you got a noisy tape at the end of the rainbow, but it'll have all the stuff on there you're trying to get on there. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> Man, we, we we was getting it from the mud for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, don't man. Know about that. They don't know about that, bro. Just joke, just run the guitar center. You know, you got your computer. You good, bro? We had to. We don't. I think we don't come between three eras, dude. Three eras of music. You yeah. know what I mean? You yeah. know, coming from yeah. from coming from the aspect of you know you having to you having to go to a studio to to get real professional music done. You know what I mean? And trying to work off cassette takes, man. Then we go through the ADAT era. You go from the yeah. ADATs, man. You know what I mean? And then, because I remember, man, when I was trying to record some music, man, I was like the floppy disc when the floppy disc first. And I was like, man, I got to get one of them joints because, Ooh, boy. What are you talking about? The rolling XPs? The roll, the roll with the disc drive? But my boy. When that chord Triton came out, man, I lost my mind. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. In, the, in the floppy drive, my dude was just going through dude. his beats. Going through them. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna take you back. I had one of those boss drum machines. Boss 808. You can say the beat. Yeah. Well, when the 808, I don't know, it was a TR something. Yeah, T boss the TR. Only way you can yeah. say your tracks, you had to hook up the audio cable to a tape and record this signal. And yep. then that whatever that signal is, that, it would it would you feed that back into the machine and it'll load your stuff up. Right. Right. Oh my god. Right. What we went yeah. through just to save our music, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Man. Then I had an ASR. That, I had an ASRX before. You know what I'm saying? The MPC. I went through a lot of the lot of the little phases of uh, of different equipment, man. Um Lisey's. We that's producer talk, but we 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 need we need to just have a session where we can just talk about producer stuff. But I'm just gonna <laughs> say and tell you, man, my, my first real board was the Insunday Insonic SD1. You know what I'm saying? That was the first oh, yeah. one I got me at the floppy disk drive, man. 
And then I went from there and I yeah. went to the curse words. I started doing using curse words. Ooh, the curse words. Ooh, the piano, the curse words. <laughs> so everybody wants to curse words. Brian had two curse words, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was that was that was the thing that you wanted, man, when you was a, when you was a piano player, producer, when jokers come to your studio and see you with a curse word, like, oh dude, you for real. Like, that's... Oh, you serious. <laughs> You really oh, my boy had a curse well. I wouldn't leave his house, man. You, like, you gotta go home. <laughs> Dude, bro. Hey. Okay, that day was a joke. Your well, bro. I ain't say you. You can go to sleep. <laughs> man, look at here, bro. Look at here, man. So 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 tell me this. You 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 in Atlanta. You of course you decided you want to do music. Tell and I and I want to jump right in it, man. You know, you you're very talented. You're very gifted, and there's a there's a uh, a perception that people have for producers or artists that are talented that are gifted, and it seems like everything's come every everything comes easy, you know, to those that are gifted and talented because sometimes we can make it look easy. But the Bible says, you know, to, to whom much is given, much is required. And a lot of times, man, when you're gifted and talented, you have a lot of inward battles. You're dealing with, you, there's a lot of inward struggles, you know, and your music a lot of times becomes an outlet, you know. And I can identify with it, but I, in your words, you know, talk about some of the challenges, man, that you had to overcome with people, you know, because. I know when I really started coming into my talent and my gifts, people want to pimp me and use me. You know what I'm saying? And they see something great and they want to try to manipulate it. Give us a, a life lesson that you learned on that scenario about, you know, people trying to pimp you for your talent, man, before you really knew that you are T-headed. You know you're T-headed, but before you knew you were T-headed. You went, you went from asking the question to prophesying about, what happened? Because <laughs> that's, that's, man, I got story after story of, you know, my heart, my heart is, is always been, you know, I mean, I ain't perfect, but I, I've always, I feel like that when you have the gifts and you have talents, they come so easy sometimes to you that you don't understand the value of it. Like, mm. because it's very valuable. And mm. say that it's easy to think that just because other people, it's so many people in this space of music, it's so many people doing the same thing. It's easy yeah. to assume that everybody has the same caliber or the same level of talent as you, just because they're doing it on the same platform as you. But man, I I feel like the pimpery, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everything that's went on, it really, um it really keeps you at a place of humility. Right. I feel like, um, if you, cause you was asking me the lessons I learned from it. Uh, it just, it just taught me to no matter what, man, you just gotta, you gotta keep, you gotta keep your humility and you, and then you gotta keep your trust in God because I could say, um, man, I mean, I just been through, I've been through so much, bro. Like I've been, I've been right. to the bottom, you know, I feel too when you're talented, people just assume that you got it together and that you got money and, 
you know, man, I mean, I've, I've struggled so much, bro. Like, even to get to this space where I'm at right now, sitting in my own studio right now, you know, they didn't know that I was, that, that I was homeless sleeping in the studio before. You know mm. what I'm saying? They didn't mm. know about that part. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? They, they, didn't, they didn't know about the struggles about, you know, um, you know, everybody wanting discounts and, you know, everybody feeling like, you know, I I made a decision to say I'm going to do this full time for a season. And I, I really got skint up out here, man. Like, because people really still put you in the hobby category. And it's like, bro, it might be a hobby for you. But if I don't if I don't produce something from this, then I don't eat. You know what I'm saying? I can't pay my bills. I, they're gonna come get my car. You know what I'm saying? Like, like straight now, up. Now stop. Now stop right there. When you said the term skint up, that is so real. But I need I want to dig into the skint up. Okay. Portion. When you're a producer, you're doing music full time. Talk about some ways that you get skint up. Um, bring 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 the life force. I've entered. Well, I've entered into partnerships with people where, you know, mm. my my part is to produce. My part is to make the music and and it might be to mix it. Like I do artwork, you know. So I get I get busy with Photoshop. I do videos. Man, I mm -hmm. I, I had situations where I was doing like all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then sharing mm -hmm. the percentage at the end of it when and, and <clears throat> off of a promise where somebody else would say, I, well, I'll market. I'll market mm -hmm. it for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. well, I'll do the marketing because I, I might not have the resources to put the money behind the project, but I had all this talent. So that's what mm -hmm. I mean. Can't you end up in these partnerships where you've dedicated hours upon hours of your time and they ain't did nothing something right. And they they really it's not equal at the end of the day. Man, I, and they I get they, they and they want that. they want the money and you're doing all the work. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I've had projects that I just walked away from and gave away. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I just was so frustrated um by the way the business was was being handled. And I've had situations mm -hmm. where you can notice the uh you know the low-key jealousy. It's like we'll we'll start on this project, we'll be in this thing together, and man, like I don't, I'm, I've never had that. That you know what? That's why I I feel like to this day I've never really I I've been um minister of music at a few churches. You know what I'm saying? I've been like in the place of worship leader and all that, and I really never felt like I fit in because there's a certain aura that comes with amongst the crowd of singers and and worship leaders that I just didn't share. Like I, I don't have that that showboat. I ain't trying to do all these fancy runs and all that in my music, man. I'm really there to worship God and to connect with the people and get them to worship God. That that was always my primary goal. As a, and I and just being one hundred percent honest, part of that 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 feeling of not ever being fitting in, fit in, fitting in. Like people wanted me to come to concerts and come to gatherings, but when I would come. It would be, you know what I mean. It just wouldn't be comfortable for me, man. Like, so yeah. a, a a big part, a big reason why I even gra gravitated towards like the urban sound and urban music is because I felt more relatable to these guys versus the, the people in the church. Even though I could get busy, 
I I can sing. I can sing with them. I can I can I can sing backgrounds. I can teach parts. I can do all the stuff. I can play the keys for real. You know, I mean, I can do all the stuff that they did, but I never I never fit in. But um, man, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't want I don't want to go too far into it, man. But I I've, um, I mean, I even say like I it was one time, like I went out of town, like did the, did the flyer for this joint. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Came up with, with concepts and stuff, put myself on the line, went out there to, to I mean, way away from where my my house, my home was. A, a, mm-hmm. a, a thousand miles away from where my house was. Mm-hmm. Went mm-hmm. out here, bro. Get to the hotel, and I'm outside because they didn't they didn't do what they were supposed to do with the hotel. I'm just outside. <laughs> just outside. I'm calling. Like, yo, and ain't nobody moving with urgency. I'm like, bro, it's three o'clock in the morning and I'm outside of the hotel. And I have, no, I'm, I got bags and I'm standing outside and I don't feel no urgency or nothing. And these people like, they're supposed to be my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the type of stuff. When I say skint up, I done, I done, I done, I done seen a lot and I've been through a lot. You know what I mean? So, so but when it when it comes to doing your music, you know, as an independent, okay, you know, and going through some of the scenarios that you went through, you know, how hard was it for you to be yourself in your music? Or did you ever feel like did you really have to pray and ask the Lord to help deliver you from people? Uh, not to necessarily worry about what people thought about you. You know, and and I know that a lot of times that can be a that can be a tough thing to go through, and and I wanted you to talk about that, man, because I know in in the church, you know, people can be so harsh, and then a lot of times when you don't fit in, you don't beat to the drum of other people, people want to want to outcast you, because I walk on that path as the day, but I know. God had to deliver me from people, and I and I I used to just not be happy because I couldn't have you know the the the, the friendship. There's a there's a there's a <clears throat> there's a superficial friendship that exists, especially exists in the music business. It music exists in church. You know what I'm saying? But being able to have like real friends, you know, how how hard was it? And what was the, some the, what was some things that you learned about becoming yourself and being who you are, regardless of how other people may feel about it? I, I learned that the same people who are overcritical of what you do and say are the same ones that probably won't support you when you need it. Those are the same ones, the same ones that you got in the back of your mind that you worried about offending. When you when you be 100% yourself or say something the way that you feel like you need to say it or put it in a language or a lingo that you need to put it in, them same people that you got in your head that probably do talk junk about you. They probably are talking about you. Them the same people that's never going to buy your album. They're never going to stream your album. They, they, they're going to probably convince some people to be a little more like them. You know what I'm saying? So what I learned is it's just it's a waste of time. You might as well, you might as well just be yourself because the right. outcome is gonna be better from being yourself. You're gonna get more support 
people can tell, man. Like a lot, a lot of a lot of the world really stopped fooling or don't fool with the church or lost respect for the church because they can tell when when it's not genuine, when something's you know not authentic. Um, right. Church, when you in church, you kind of. Well, I mean, when you always in there, in church. you kind of develop mm-hmm. this um this way about yourself to where you kind of overlook the the, the 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 um the phoniness that comes with it sometimes. You know what I mean? The way people talk and the way they are. I and I really don't want to turn this to no church bashing thing because that's not what I mean. Right. I'm just saying, like, right. I know, know what you I know what you're saying. It's that, yeah, yeah. It, it's just like, man, it's a waste of time though. Like, like when you really and, and I'm gonna tell you what really broke the ice for me is when I stopped listening to what people were saying out of their mouth about what the word said and I picked the word up for myself and I really dug in and I really started to read really really started to ask people who were educated in the word not church not religion but the word what like help me to break this down you know what I'm saying so when I re- when I really and then got Salt the Holy Spirit, man. Break this down, and and, and do, do like the word said. Hear little, dare little. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you 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 gotta precept upon precept. You got you gotta you gotta you gotta break it all the way down, and then you start to see the lies because it's a certain way that the the the, the Bible was painted to us to keep us. You know what I'm saying? Self governed and out the way in a lot of ways, you know what I'm saying? So once I started reading myself, I'm like, wait, this ain't really a sin. Y'all been telling me this is a sin. Y'all been telling me I can't, I shouldn't do this. But it really was what your, probably your granddaddy, your grandmama and them taught you. It ain't really what's in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. Um, I'm gonna be myself right here. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and, it, and, and really you, in the whole time you thinking, when you outside the church, you thinking all of this stuff that you gonna have to, really get rid of and not and and stop doing but when right. you get really get close to god you realize it's the opposite you realize that you could be 100 yourself and you realize that you got scripture you'll start having scripture to back up being yourself just being 100 who you are who god created you to be you know what i mean then you learn that the stuff that you, that you probably shouldn't be doing is for your own good anyway it ain't it ain't because he's trying to take something from you. It's because, bro, it's not good. And as you start getting up in age, you see, like, it, right. these cats don't even be in church like that. But they still don't do some of the dumb stuff we were doing when we were younger. You know what I mean? It's just because you, 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 and when you start to mature, you like, man, that don't make sense for me to be doing that. You know what I mean? So, right. you know, but I ain't even, that ain't even up to us anyway. It's, you know, we just, we need to have that experience with God for ourselves. We need to get in the word ourselves. And then right. we start to change. The change start happening anyway. You know what I mean? We don't got to force it. She had it on the track, Terrence. We want to shout out Rick Flow, man, on here as well, man. If you just tuned in, uh, start watching. We got T. Hattie, man. You know, of course, T. Hattie, T. Hattie is that dude, man. Probably the most slept on triple threat in the game and and a lot of rare jewels man and like rick flow rick flow is on here as well man you 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 have a rare jewel man this brother's a flow yeah flow here man and uh you know if you're just tuning in man check the show out man you know 
he's sharing a lot of great things. Uh, the thing I want the one the thing I want to shift to, because I know that a lot of producers struggle with, okay, is trying to build relationship with artists to work with, you know, because when you're when you're a producer and you can do a whole album from start to finish, you don't need any help. How hard is it to get guys and girls? that are talented to get on board that you've experienced in the past. Because I remember a time when I had, you know, 10, 10 artists on my roster and I had to pay for everything. I had to do everything. And it got tired and, and overwhelming because nobody wanted to invest in themselves. But what were some of the experiences yeah. that, that caused you to kind of back away a little bit from just giving artists just free opportunities um, because just because they see you with a studio, they know that you make music, you know, they tend to feel, man, that, hey, you know, you don't, this is already paid for, you know, whatever, man, I, I need some help. Yeah, man. Um, why don't you fix that? Sorry. You to plug it in? Gotcha. Okay. Had to plug it up to the charger, man. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. What was you saying? So, so give us just tell us some of the scenarios that you were in when in reference to artists working with artists that didn't really want to invest in themselves, just really just wanted you to do everything. Um. Yeah. I mean, they they out there. They out there. Um. You, but it seemed like you was gonna ask how hard it was. I don't think it's right. How. I'm I'm right. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it on myself, man. I'm I'm gonna own I'm gonna own my own part because I, I'll just say, man, with it up and to like maybe a year ago or so, man, where I ain't last months where God really delivered me from some 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 issues that I was having, and I know some of it came from um from the past experiences of people trying kind of taking advantage or whatever but man we gotta we gotta understand that we 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 control our own space man like you you could say no you know what i'm saying you could it's it, everybody ain't trying to take from you some people out there that 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 are willing to invest but i think right. um a lot of times man we just be too we like too nice you know what i'm saying a, 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 or trying to maintain friendships and not trying not to hurt people's feelings or whatever. But at the end of the day, man, like bills, we got to keep being able to survive to do music. So, and then let's not forget the part that, you know, out of, out of all of the music genres, it's unfortunate, but um, urban gospel is one of the, 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 the hardest, um, I'll say the least funded. Mm -hmm. amongst all of the genre when you know gospel music contemporary traditional gospel music is kind of pushed forward or have been pushed forward by the church where it pushed over to, as a youth thing and then you know it was like a lot of churches they were interested in in investing in their future i feel like it's true because you have all of these artists that are talking in a voice um, that right. can reach younger people. And they're not just 
young young man, young adults as well. And now right. you know I'm saying people that that probably listening to Jay Z in the parking lot. You know what I mean? They, they it, as soon as they leave church, you know what I'm saying they listening to whatever. Them the same people right now that's rocking with us. The older they old adults. You know what I mean now. Right. So, um, I just feel like it's easy for us to just blame other artists for mm-hmm. not stepping up and not wanting to invest. But at the end of the day, me having resources as a producer, um, I could have said no, or I could have, um, I could have, I could have had more mentors to, to tell me what to look for and what to do and what not to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I kind of right. was more to myself a lot, man. And it, I guess it was because you're just trying to do so much. You're trying to, I mean, you become your own everything. You know what I mean? Like my whole, pretty much my whole career, I've had one or two people at one time that, you know, in and out that would step in and help me. My brother, um, Theo had, and he, 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 he definitely was with me a, a lot of step of the way, like managing and help me to book shows and stuff like that. Man, when it came down to, you know, my artwork, everything to my websites, my music videos, a lot of that stuff, man, I was doing it myself, bro. So I was, I was spread so thin, but about a lot of it, it would, could have not happened if I would have just opened my mouth and said, Hey, help. You know, I had plenty of people that wanted to help. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just be so busy working, trying to keep it going. And as soon as somebody say, hold on, wait, I'm, I'm like, nah, I ain't wait. I can't wait. I got to keep moving. <laughs> You know what so I'm saying? When it when it comes to when it comes to, to to write music, man, as a songwriter, you know, how do you get your inspiration to write write music, and how do you start? What's your process when you get ready to start writing? Um, I just listen to music, man. I I love I love music. Like I, I mean, I listen to everything, though. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I don't listen to like rock music, you know what I'm saying, a country and nothing like that. But I I listen to, to definitely listen to a lot of hip hop, a lot of R and B, a lot of um old school. Like I go all the way back to like seventies with my, my old school. Um, I listen to EDM, like dance music. Um, you know, um, I listen to chill music. You know, I listen to jazz. I just listen to music, man, and I don't know. It, I, like as a producer, you can relate. You know, you hear you hear music, and it just it it, it pulls you in, like it makes the hairs on your arms stand up. You know what I'm saying? It, and it can come from any time. Any, I, I definitely listen to my gospel. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I I just I just love music, so I get my inspiration from that. I'll I'll hear things, and. I'm just always learning. I'm always dissecting in the back of my mind. I'm always like pulling stuff in, pulling it in. And then when I when it comes time for me to sit down, um, and I get a momentum going, it's a wrap. Once that momentum gets going, flow know about that word. We still on here. Momentum is everything. Momentum momentum destroys all procrastination. You if you could ever protect if you protect that, if you protect that momentum, you, you don't have to. Like that, that spark can be at the beginning of the day, and right. then from then on, man, I'm good. 
So, so do you find yourself? Do you make music better when you're depressed, or when you're up, when you're down, or or you can make music in any in with any emotional state of being? When and what what emotional state of being do you feel that you make the most music, the the best music, or the best quality, most heartfelt music? In what state? I don't want to say it, but yeah, it's the pain. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants. I, I was gonna say, like, behind the pain. I want to feel the pain. You know, I so know, right? You call that forth. <laughs> I know, right? But yeah, that pain. Woo! That pain had you, but you come out with the hit burning. Right? Yeah, the pain, the pain wins as far as best, but man, I can, I can, right. I can, I can pull from. <laughs> I can pull from other energy too, though. You know what I'm saying? It'll happen. Right, be that, right. but yeah, man. It's it, I, I feel like that's why God allow us to go through it. He allow us to keep right. going through it because He know He like, man. It's right here. Going, you gonna pull. You gonna pull, and you, and then and you gonna be able to encourage some people. You know what I'm saying? You can be able to bless people. I get my inbox get hit at least twice a week from somebody saying how you know. My music has blessed their lives or got them through tough times. And man, I had to suffer, you know, to write some of them songs. I ain't gonna flex. Right, right, right. I even got a yeah. I got a record too, um, called Flight Screw. I pulled it down because um I'm I'm re-releasing it under the brand of T Hattie. Um, but like I have a fuser, is this particular one called um Love, love overflows, and mm -hmm. I actually during this time I was in 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 Southern California, sleeping in my car, bro. But I, I had the studio equipment, had the laptop, I had the inverter, and I actually at the beach while while I'm parked at the beach in the car, and I got this that I recorded that you can go listen to right now um ad camp page but you know nobody would ever know that i was sitting in my car homeless saying songs so mm -hmm. that's that's how how dedicated i don't care what state i've been in i'm gonna fake right. my music period ain't no excuses and you kind of chopping up a little bit is there any uh way that you can move around the way you were before is it the signal you think um can you because I know you say you had to plug it in. Oh, uh, okay. Um yeah. Let me you know what I have to make a boat for the crib. <laughs> but that's the only other option I got, man. Um, yeah, that's all right. Go 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 to the crib, man. We're gonna we gonna we're gonna pause. We're gonna pause. We just till you can till you can unplug man and okay. run into the house, man. And then um uh, yeah, man. So you come on back because we definitely don't want you. You drop. You, okay. you, you said some great stuff, man. I don't want people to miss it, bro. So I'm gonna be right here, man. Just sign. Just come on back in. So to just not start checking us out, man. We got T hat on, and uh, you know his 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 studio, man, is a little ways from the from the main house. Um, you know, so he couldn't get a real good connection, man. So he's gonna go back in. So if you had just not, just not tuning in, I mean, you know, we glad you're tuning in and checking it out, man. Sharing a lot of great things. Um, you know, one thing I want to share, man, while we wait on him, you know, 
don't give up on yourself, man. It's, when you're a musical artist, you're an artist, or you're a, a producer, I think I think one of the hardest things um, for producers, you know, for music artists, is not to watch other people. You know, sometimes you can look at the pace that somebody else is moving in, um, in the direction that someone else is moving in, and it kind of, you know, want to influence what you're doing. You know, and it's all right to sometimes take notes. If you if you're just beginning, you know, and you don't you're really unclear about what path that you want to go in, you know. But what we need today, I mean, what listeners want and what listeners are calling for today, man, when it comes to music, comes to music, is originality, you know, and it's it's about your idea or what it is that you want to make, you know what I mean, you know. So you can't, you know, it's, it's nothing wrong a lot of times in, in being inspired by someone else or other people um, to do something for you or to uh, to give you ideas, you know, but don't give up, man. You know, we, the times are changing. Um, this up. Yeah. Times are changing, you know, but there's a lot of opportunity coming, especially, you know, for, for a person that really, that really want to make music. You know what I mean? And then a lot of times if you're just doing music, man, I think I'm gonna cut that off, man. Look like I'm 90 years old on here, man, for real. Don't talk yeah, I look 90 years old, man. Uh but a lot of times, man, you know, um times are changing. You know, a lot of the rules are changing when it comes to making music. You know, there's gonna but there's gonna be a whole lot of opportunity that you're gonna have to be able to do your music. Just don't quit, man. You know. Just keep going. Sometimes you can't always just look at how much money you're going to make from it, you know? And then, you know, if you do want to make money from your music, try to get with people, man, that are making money from music. A person a person who's not making any money from music, they really can't help you make money from music. You know what I mean? That's It's really important that you get that. Now we got T. Hattie. He coming back. Um, how's that? Yeah, bro. You, how we? How we? How we? Yeah, that's better, man. This, this league's better, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So I was just telling, I was just encouraging some artists and producers, man, not to give up, you know, when it gets tough. Because a lot of times, man, we can we can put so much pressure on ourselves by looking at uh, looking at other people, what other people are doing. And when somebody right. else is moving in a direction, you know, we'll start trying to do what they're doing, and maybe we don't have the success that they're doing, but maybe we shouldn't even been looking at what they were doing to get us off kilter what we was doing. Talk about that a little bit. Can you relate to that? And, can, you know, how, it, it, from your own words, how can an artist or a producer work on being unique? And while everybody's just running their race and seeming like they're winning, and you're not winning yet because you're really trying to get momentum and, and, and get to where you're going, you know, what are some ways that they can stay rooted and grounded? I think the number one way, man, is just you got to take your eyes off of the competition. You can't you can't worry about what other people are doing because um, it's OK to be inspired and influenced by other people. That's fine. You can get your inspiration from folks, but you won't really step off into that uniqueness of who you are as a person and, and until you try, you got to take your eyes off of what everybody else is doing and you got to get your own momentum going you know what i'm saying like it's it's about it's about just 
just just staying focused and then let's not forget you know what i'm saying I'm a, I'm a man of principle when it comes like to what the word says and it says all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path it also says in proverbs and man man's eyes all his ways are right but it's the lord who weighs the spirits so um it, it it's gonna take two those two things like you got to stay connected you got to keep praying and you got to mm -hmm. keep believing but you can't you can't be swayed by other people because everybody's situation is different and then the, the mistake that i made too is you can't i mean you can't walk by what you see it's not about it might I look like one way it might look like somebody got it all together it might look like they like like snapping like they like they got like they just got it all together but mm -hmm. it could be man behind the scenes you don't know what that person had to do or what they you know to get to that position or you don't know what they have to endure to have what they have you know they might be driving nice cars they might be living like they living nicer they might be in a nicer looking studio to you but you just don't know, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you you have no clue. There's no way that you can know everything that a person has to go through. Maybe they maybe they have to work so hard, work so many jobs that they don't they can't even be in that nice studio, or they can't right. even you know what I mean. Maybe they don't have any control, creative control of who would, over who they are because they signed some some bogus contract. You know what I'm saying? So you just don't you don't know any of those factors. So if you bless with independence it, you, know, you can create your own sound and do what you want to do just do that and stay consistent right. as long as you stay consistent the world is so plain and so vast you're going to find somebody that's like that likes what you do you what you're doing and the way that you're doing it they're gonna like your voice and the way that you put things you know what i'm saying that's, that's not hard um, to find that, you know what I mean? It's out there, but it's only going to be unlocked with consistency. Got to stay consistent. You got to keep, you got to, you got to, you got to research. You got to read. I mean, like there's never been an age when, when we were doing music, we didn't have all these resources at hand. We had to, man, like, like it was certain things, certain subjects. You had to go to the library. Right. You just had right. to, you weren't, it, it, Google is, such a convenience, you know what I'm saying? High speed internet yeah, is such man. a convenience. Like, yes, it, it is, like it, I was interested in origami as a kid. I was interested in origami, like the folding the, the, the planes and the little animals or whatever. You had to go to the library to find that book, or you had to go get your mama to take you to a hobby store and buy the books. Right. On how to do that. You could and, and look at a YouTube clip and now you fold an origami. So there's tons and tons of free information out there available for you. Then, and, you know, um, I, I feel like it's an advantage to, with the way social media is set up right now. It makes everybody antisocial, but that's an advantage because if you could find right. a way to not be like everybody else and actually be one, not text all the time and pick up the phone and call, be the person to actually walk up with somebody and start a conversation, that's going to put you at advantage over all your competition pretty much they else got their phones in their hand you know what i'm saying and i know i know what it feels like to get this random text or this or this, this random uh inbox and hey man check out my music and it's just not gonna happen dog i'm not checking i don't know you you know what i'm saying so if you could get a little bit of old school with your swag 
bag as far as how you network and how you get right. there. It's not hard, right. you know, right. and it's not hard to find the answers that you need. Never has it been this easy to get your music distributed on major platforms. You know what I'm saying? Like people who've been doing it a little longer telling you, hey, bro, it's easy for we telling you the truth. Go for it, dog. Right. You ain't got Gotta wait on nobody, man. You ain't gotta wait. You can wait on money. Go ahead and get your market right. Faithful right. over the few things, and God to make you rule over many. That's just how it go. And I still ain't touch nowhere near what I, I want to touch. Walking on the call me legend and all that. I'm like, bro, that don't really mean. I mean, I, I thank God. I do. I thank God for it. But when I look, it's so much. It's so much more, man. It's what you so want much to do. more, so I'm I'm yeah. far from satisfied. I'm I'm, I'm yeah yeah content not complacent. I guess that's how you put it. Well, man, um, before we get out of here, man, I want to be that we're gonna do this game, man. It's called ten. So it's where I ask you uh, a statement, either or, and there's no right or wrong answer. Just how your brain works. Um, but you're not allowed to think that long, man, before you get your answer. All right. So here we go. MPC or machine? Okay, what, what, what you kind of chopped up a little bit on the end. What you said? Okay, so basically we're gonna play a game called Ten, and uh, it's gonna be ten choices that you make. Can you, and am I still chopping? Because I'm fine on my end. Can you hear me? You probably need to go closer to the router, man. No, I got you. You was good. Okay, all right. Can you hear me clear? Router right okay. here. Right oh, is it? Okay. Okay. So I was saying, man, the game is called 10. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to make 10 statements, either or you got to choose. You're making the choice out of two things. All right. And it's just the first thing that comes to your mind. Did you hear that clear? Okay. Okay. MPC or machine? Did you hear the MPC? Machine. Okay. Sample Tank 4 or Cherry Collection 8? Machine. Now I'm going to the next question. So you, we, 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 I guess we got a little delay here. Okay. All right. So Sample Tank 4 or Chur Collection 8? Tour. Tour Lanes or Drake? Drake. Mustang GT or Camaro SS? You're not allowed to think, man. <laughs> okay. All right. Would you rather have 150000 in cash or unlimited access to any VST instrument? Unlimited. 
unlimited access to any VST or VSTIs. Did you hear? Did you hear? Let me repeat it. I'm straight on. What what was your answer? VST. Okay, yeah. So Bryson Tiller or Eric Bellinger? Bryson. Anderson Park or Goldling? Anderson. Mike Will or DJ Mustard? Mike Will. Q-Tip or Mad Lib? Can you hear me? You, you, you froze up. I didn't hear that. I heard Q-Tip and I didn't hear nothing else. Q-Tip or Mad Lib? You say Mad Lib? Q-Tip? Okay. All right. You still, you still there? Last one. Studio One. Logic Pro or Ableton? Logic. Say Logic. All right, man, that's 10. All right, bro. Any last words you want to say before we get out of here, man? Man, follow everything that I do on T Hattie Music Media's, all of that. My um, my uh, uh, Patreon page is on HattieMusic.com, and I love y'all. Thank y'all for y'all time. All right, man. Listen, bro, man. We appreciate you, man, for coming to the show. Hold tight. Uh, we thank you guys, man, for supporting. And I'm going to see you guys next Friday on In The Box.